This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day. Although Kenya has embraced M-Pesa, the mobile payment platform, at an impressive rate, other countries, including neighbouring Tanzania, have been less than welcoming. Michael Barrett has been following the take-up of M-Pesa, M for mobile and Pesa, a Swahili word for money, which was developed in Cambridge. He's an authority on information systems and is interested in the use of technology to support emerging or developing countries. The initiative involved a very large company, Vodafone, partnered with a small silicon fen company, Sagentia, and further partnered with Kenya's Safaricom mobile network to deploy M-Pesa. Its Kenyan adoption has been startling. However, Tanzania, which was predicted to be a natural follower, has been much more difficult. Professor Barrett feels that cultural differences may be to blame. We've seen huge, enormous strides continuing within Kenya, where you have today something about 12 million uh, people that are receiving and using services from M-Pesa and a wide array of them. Uh, and you think of that as a, about almost 35% of the population, which only six, five, six years ago, you had only 10% of people having uh, access to the financial markets uh, with bank accounts. So you've, you've seen am- amazing strides within Kenya, and it's only continued to, to exponentially increase. What has been interesting, however, has been the way in which in many other countries, there was huge optimism and expectation that, that mobile payments such as M-Pesa, or indeed M-Pesa itself, being uh, used in other countries would have the same effect. And that has not happened. It's not that there hasn't been some level of success, but to put it into perspective, the, the expectations that M-Pesa arose uh, for example, both with the people and also the providers of the service, was that we would see something similar happening to, say, neighbouring Tanzania. After all, it's right next door, um, has some elements which were similar in terms of the factors. Um, You had 95% actually of the population not having access to to bank accounts or the financial markets. And so it was a a market ripe for an M-Pesa adoption. So why hasn't the take-up been as rapid or as great as, as originally thought? Yeah, well, indeed, if, if we look at in, in Tanzania, you have a number of things that are quite different. So if you like, on the surface, things seem to be very similar. But when you look under the hood, you see that there are, for example, a number of cultural differences that, that are at play. If you go back in history, into the 70s, when Julius Nyeri was certainly shaping the country politically and culturally, he set up what's called a villagization policy, which really helped promote very strong contained local villages. Very different from what you see in in Kenya, where it's much more an accepted norm and practice for people from the villages to go to the urban areas and work and send back money. And indeed, that was the mantra of M-Pesa that really took off in Kenya, sending money home. When you transpose that to to Tanzania, um, the just from the, the perspective of not having the same practices of people working and moving to urban areas in quite the same way, they, there wasn't the same level of, of, of ability to have wide take-up. Other things if I, would be around the fact that uh, Kenya has a national ID policy, 
And that was hugely important for being able to, to, to prove who you were when you went into these kiosks to, to deposit or, or receive money. Uh, it, it helped to facilitate quite widespread adoption. Whereas there isn't any such uh, national ID uh, policy within Tanzania, that, again, was another crucial difference. You can't change the culture, but you can change the system. You can change the technology. Now, is that something that is going to have to be done to make M-Pesa work on a much broader principle? Yeah, it's a really good point. And, and often we don't, when we look at these new business models, we don't look enough at the, the, infra, the, the technological infrastructure which is needed to support and drive that new business model. And, what, and, and Pese is a very good example of that, because even though uh, uh, in Tanzania there were some um, challenges for different reasons for, for, for the takeoff being as strong as it was in Kenya, though it was still healthy, uh, in Afghanistan, where it was also deployed, they were very mindful from the start that they expected, if you like, the, the cultural differences. They knew it was a Muslim country, they knew that literacy was an issue, and indeed they were able to draw on and flexibly develop the infrastructure to revert back to actually what M-Pesa was initially intended for, which was to support microloans. So the flexibility of the underlying technology and being aware of the, in a contextual way about what the design is allowed them to, to if you like, switch over from the money transfer mechanism to uh, supporting microloans. And on top of that, recognizing that literacy rates were much lower to have uh, voice recognition capabilities added on to the design interface when they deployed it in Afghanistan. Still very much on your radar. You're still Mm -hmm. studying this. You're looking into it. You're researching. So what are you concentrating on now? Well, I I get many people coming to me and saying, you know, I'm in Brazil or I'm in, you know, um, we're thinking about other parts of Africa or in Fiji. How an how can we think about appropriate deployment strategies? I've got uh, companies like SAP saying, you know, emerging economies, especially in, in the area of mobile services, can you help us? Can you, you know, write some uh, pa- white papers, etc., that really help to think sensitively about designing mobile services in emerging economies? And and what are they from the lessons learned? And though there is no silver bullet, of course, uh, being aware of and, and highlighting some of the things that designers, as well as governments and banks, banks as well as mobile operators, need to consider in in designing and deploying the infrastructure. In that U.S. presidential claim, yes, we can, yes, we can, yes, we can, that that comes out very strongly. But how can you change the culture? That's the issue, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think we we don't try to change the culture sometimes. We recognize and respect the culture. And then we see uh, what are the appropriate types of services that, that work and align within that culture. So that flexibility and sensitivity to the cultural uh, values and traits um, are crucial in, in, in figuring out what is the design solution that might be successful within a particular city or culture. But at the moment, all is not lost, all is progressing, and, and, and the signs are good. They are. They're very good. Uh, there's just now more awareness of, uh, and, and, and I think a, uh, reflecting and resetting the expectations as to what and how uh, and where mobile payment solutions 
are, can be effectively deployed with good adoption. Michael Barrett, thank you very much. This programme was produced by Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series.